Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton Book 10, lines 641 through 847 God the Father, having declared the eventual triumph over sin and death, heaven reacts. He ended, and the heavenly audience loud sung hallelujah, as the sound of seas through multitude that sung. Just are thy ways. Righteous are thy decrees on all thy works. Who can extenuate thee? Next to the Son, destined restorer of mankind, by whom new heaven and earth shall to the ages rise, or down from heaven descend. Such was their song. While the Creator, calling forth by name his mighty angels, gave them several charge, as sorted best with present things. The sun had first his precept so to move, so shine, as might affect the earth with cold and heat scarce tolerable, and from the north to call decrepit winter, from the south to bring solstitial summer's heat, to the blank moon her office they prescribed, to the other five their planetary motions and aspects, in sextile, square, and trine, and opposite, of noxious efficacy, and when to join in synod unbenign, and taught the fixed their influence malignant when to shower, which of them rising with the sun, or falling, should prove tempestuous. To the winds they set their corners, when with bluster to confound sea, air, and shore. The thunder when to roll with terror through the dark aerial hall. Some say he bid his angels turn askance the poles of earth, twice ten degrees and more, from the sun's axle. They with labor pushed oblique the centric globe. Some say the sun was bid turn reins from the equinoctial road like distant breath to Taurus with the seven Atlantic sisters and the Spartan twins up to the tropic crab. Thence down a main by Leo and the Virgin and the scales as deep as Capricorn to bring in change of seasons to each clime. Else had the spring perpetual smiled on earth with vernant flowers equal in days and nights, except to those beyond the polar circles. To them day had unbenighted shone, while the low sun, to recompense his distance in their sight, had rounded still the horizon, and not known or east or west, which had forbid the snow from cold Estatoland, and south as far beneath Magellan. At that tasted fruit the sun, as from Thyestean banquet, turned his course intended, else how had the world inhabited, though sinless, more than now, avoided pinching cold and scorching heat? These changes in the heavens, though slow, produced like change on sea and land. Sidereal blast, vapor and mist, and exhalation hot, corrupt and pestilent. Now from the north of Norumbega and the Samoan shore, Bursting their brazen dungeon, armed with ice and snow and hail, and stormy gust and flaw, Boreas and Caecaeus, and Argestes loud, and Thracius rend the woods and seas upturn, with adverse blast upturns them from the south, notice, and affer black with thunderous clouds from Sierra Leona. Thwart of these, as fierce, 
Fourth, rush the Levant, and the opponent wins. Eurus and Zephyr, with their lateral noise, Sirocco and Libecchio. Thus began outrage from lifeless things. But discord first, daughter of sin, among the irrational death introduced, through fierce antipathy. Beast now with beast gan war, and fowl with fowl, and fish with fish, to graze the herb, all leaving, devoured each other. Nor stood much in awe of man, but fled him, or, with countenance grim, glared on him passing. These were from without the growing miseries which Adam saw already in part, though hid in gloomiest shade, to sorrow abandoned, but worse felt within. And, in a troubled sea of passion tossed, thus to disburden sought with sad complaint. O miserable of happy, is this the end of this new glorious world? And me so late the glory of that glory, who now become accursed of blessed? Hide me from the face of God, whom to behold was then my height of happiness. Yet well, if here would end the misery, I deserved it, and would bear my own deservings. But this will not serve. All that I eat or drink or shall beget is propagated curse. O voice, once heard delightfully, increase and multiply, now death to hear. For what can I increase or multiply but curses on my head? Who of all ages to succeed, but feeling the evil on him brought by me, will curse my head? Ill fare our ancestor impure. For this we may thank Adam, but his thanks shall be the execration. So, besides mine own that bide upon me, all from me shall with a fierce reflux on me rebound. On me, as on their natural center, light heavy, though in their place. O fleeting joys of paradise, dear bought with lasting woes! Did I request thee, Maker? From my clay to mold me man? Did I solicit thee from darkness to promote me, or here place in this delicious garden? As my will concurred not to my being, it were but right and equal to reduce me to my dust, desirous to resign and render back all I received, unable to perform thy terms too hard, by which I was to hold the good I sought not. To the loss of that, sufficient penalty. Why hast thou added the sense of endless woes? Inexplicable, why am I mocked with death, and lengthened out to deathless pain? How gladly would I meet mortality my sentence, and be earth insensible! How glad would lay me down as in my mother's lap! There I should rest, and sleep secure. His dreadful voice no more would thunder in my ears. No fear of worse to me and to my offspring would torment me with cruel expectation. Yet one doubt pursues me still, lest all I cannot die, lest that pure breath of life, the spirit of man which God inspired, cannot together perish with this corporeal clod. Then, in the grave, or in some other dismal place, who knows but I shall die a living death. O oh, thought horrid, if true! Yet why? It was but breath of life that sinned. 
What dies but what had life and sin? The body properly had neither. All of me then shall die. Let this appease the doubt, since human reach no further knows. For though the Lord of all be infinite, is his wrath also? Be it. Man is not so, but mortal doomed. How can he exercise wrath without end on man, whom death must end? Can he make deathless death? That were to make strange contradiction, which to God himself impossible is held, as argument of weakness, not of power. Will he draw out for anger's sake, finite to infinite, in punished man, to satisfy his rigor, satisfied never? That were to extend his sentence beyond dust and nature's law, by which all causes else, according still to the reception of their matter, act, not to the extent of their own sphere. But say that death be not one stroke, as I supposed, bereaving sense, but endless misery from this day onward, which I feel begun both in me and without me, and so last to perpetuity. I, me, that fear comes thundering back with dreadful revolution on my defenseless head. Both death and I am found eternal, and incorporate both. Nor I on my part single. In me all posterity stands cursed. Fair patrimony that I must leave ye, sons. Oh, were I able to waste it all myself, and leave ye none. So disinherited, how would you bless me, now your curse? Ah, why should all mankind for one man's fault thus guiltless be condemned, it guiltless? But from me what can proceed but all corrupt, both mind and will depraved, not to do only, but to will the same with me? How can they then acquitted stand in sight of God? Him, after all disputes, forced I absolve, all my evasions vain, and reasonings, though through mazes, lead me still but to my own conviction, first and last on me, me only, as the source and spring of all corruption, all the blame lights due, so might the wrath, fond wish. Couldst thou support that burden? heavier than the earth to bear, than all the world much heavier, though divided with that bad woman. Thus what thou desirest, and what thou fearest, alike destroys all hope of refuge, and concludes thee miserable beyond all past example and future, to Satan only like both crime and doom. O oh, conscience! Into what abyss of fears and horrors hast thou driven me, out of which I find no way, from deep to deeper plunged? Thus Adam to himself lamented loud, through the still night, not now, as ere man fell, wholesome and cool and mild, but with black air accompanied, with damps and dreadful gloom which to his evil conscience represented all things with double terror. On the ground outstretched he lay, on the cold ground, and oft cursed his creation. 
death as oft accused of tardy execution, since denounced the day of his offense. Why comes not death, said he, with one thrice acceptable stroke to end me? Shall truth fail to keep her word? Justice divine not hasten to be just? But death comes not at call. Justice divine mends not her slowest pace for prayers or cries. O woods, O fountains, hillocks, dales, and bowers, with other echo late I taught your shades to answer, and resound far other song. Whom thus afflicted, when sad Eve beheld, desolate where she sat, approaching nigh, soft words, to his fierce passion, she essayed. But her with stern regard he thus repelled. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be, and when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right.